You're listening to the Warrior Priest Podcast. And this is the Warrior Priest Podcast, high ground number one. And I am the Warrior Priest, Donovan Riley. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Thank you, as always, for your time and attention. Thanks to everyone who subscribes and supports the podcast. I truly appreciate it. And to that end, for some time now, I have had a list that grows sometimes day to day, stacks of books piling up on my desk in my office, at home, wherever I happen to be standing sometimes. And I've wanted to share different authors, different readings from books, blogs, and other places that I come across that I want to add to the show. But during the midweek debriefs, depending on the book that I'm reading, they just don't fit within the context of that conversation. So as I said, the list gets longer, the books stack up, and then I'm left staring at them, wishing there was a way that I could get this information out to you to offer you more content, to say thank you for your support and all that you do to encourage me to keep going with this podcast. So to that end then, I've added higher ground or high ground. And what high ground is, is me reading short texts, essays, blogs that I think you would benefit from hearing or reading yourself. For example, today, to start off high ground number one, I want to read on the tarantulas by Friedrich Nietzsche. There's a essay that Jocko Willink wrote on toxic masculinity. There's old ancient texts that are fragments. There's not a complete text, so they don't warrant an hour, hour and 15 minute long conversation. So then that's what this is about. High ground is me reading something for five or 10 minutes, no added commentary, something you can listen to. If you want to read the text yourself as much as possible, I'll include a link in the show notes for you. It's just extra, something that you can think about for the rest of your day or carry the conversation into your day with others to, again, build that literacy, build that social literacy that we can raise the conversation, we can take the high ground and hopefully then motivate, encourage, and stimulate others along with ourselves to think more deeply about topics that affect us today. So again, this is On the Tarantulas by Friedrich Nietzsche. I am reading from the portable Nietzsche, edited and translated by Walter Kaufman, beginning on page 211. On the Tarantulas. Behold, this is the whole of the tarantula. Do you want to see the tarantula itself? Here hangs its web. Touch it, that it tremble. There it comes willingly. Welcome, tarantula. Your triangle and symbol sits black on your back. And I also know what sits in your soul. Revenge sits in your soul. Wherever you bite, black scabs grow. Your poison makes the soul whirl with revenge. Thus, I speak to you in a parable. You who make souls whirl, you preachers of equality. To me, you are tarantulas and secretly vengeful. But I shall bring your secrets to light 
Therefore I laugh in your faces with my laughter of the heights. Therefore I tear at your webs, that your rage may lure you out of your lie holes, and your revenge may leap out from behind your word, justice. For that man be delivered from revenge, that is for me the bridge to the highest hope, and a rainbow after long storms. The tarantulas, of course, would have it otherwise. What justice means to us is precisely that the world be filled with the storms of our revenge. Thus they speak to each other. We shall wreak vengeance and abuse on all whose equals we are not. Thus do the tarantula's hearts vow and will to equality. Will to equality shall henceforth be the name for virtue. And against all that has power, we want to raise our clamor. You preachers of equality, the tyrannomania of impotence clamors thus out of you for equality. Your most secret ambitions to be tyrants thus shroud themselves in words of virtue. A grieved conceit, repressed envy, perhaps the conceit and the envy of your fathers, erupt from you as a flame and as the frenzy of revenge. What was silent in the father speaks in the son, and often I found the son, the unveiled secret of the father. They are like enthusiasts. Yet it is not the heart that fires them, but revenge. And when they become elegant and cold, it is not the spirit, but envy that makes them elegant and cold. Their jealousy leads them even on the paths of thinkers. And this is the sign of their jealousy. They always go too far until their weariness must in the end lie down to sleep in the snow. Out of every one of their complaints sounds revenge. In their praise, there is always a sting, and to be a judge seems bliss to them. But thus I counsel you, my friends, mistrust all in whom the impulse to punish is powerful. They are people of a low sort and stock. The hangman and the bloodhound look out of their faces. Mistrust all who talk much of their justice. Verily, their souls lack more than honey. And when they call themselves the good and the just, do not forget that they would be Pharisees if only they had power. My friends, I do not want to be mixed up and confused with others. See, some preach my doctrine of life and are at the same time preachers of equality and tarantulas. Although they are sitting in their holes, these poisonous spiders, with their backs turned on life, they speak in favor of life but only because they wish to hurt, 
They wish to hurt those who now have power. For among these, the preaching of death is still most at home. If it were otherwise, the tarantulas would teach otherwise. They themselves were once the foremost slanderers of the world and burners of heretics. I do not wish to be mixed up and confused with these preachers of equality. Because to me, justice speaks thus, men are not equal, nor shall they become equal. What would my love of the noble man be if I spoke otherwise? On a thousand bridges and paths they shall throng to the future and ever, ever more war and equality shall divide them. Thus does my great love make me speak. In their hostilities, they shall become inventors of images and ghosts, and with their images and ghosts, they shall yet fight the highest fight against one another. Good and evil, and rich and poor, and high and low, and all the names of values. Arms shall they be, and clattering signs that life must overcome itself again and again. Life wants to build itself up into the heights with pillars and steps. It wants to look into vast distances and out toward stirring beauties. Therefore it requires height, and because it requires height, it requires steps and contradiction among the steps and the climbers. Life wants to climb and to overcome itself climbing. And behold, my friends, here where the tarantula has its hole, the ruins of an ancient temple rise. Behold, Behold it with enlightened eyes. Verily, the man who once piled his thoughts to the sky in these stones, he, like the wisest, knew the secret of all life. That struggle and equality are present even in beauty, and also war for power and more power. That is what he teaches us here in the plainest parable. How divinely vault and arches break through each other in a wrestling match. How they strive against each other with light and shade. The godlike strivers. With such assurance and beauty, let us be enemies too, my friends. Let us strive against one another like gods. Alas, then the tarantula, my old enemy, bit me. With godlike assurance and beauty, it bit my finger. Punishment there must be, and justice, it thinks. And here, he shall not sing songs in honor of enmity in vain. Indeed, it has avenged itself. And alas, now it will make my soul to whirl and whirl with revenge. But to keep me from whirling, my friends, 
tie me tight to this column. Rather would I be a stylite even than a whirl of revenge. Verily, Zarathustra is no cyclone or whirlwind. And if he is a dancer, he will never dance the Tarantella. Thus spoke Zarathustra. And that is on the Tarantulas by Friedrich Nietzsche. Talk to you again soon, space monkeys. Peace.